0: Radio.
1: Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media and the World of Ink Network. This podcast was founded in 2011 by Marsha Casper-Cook and Virginia Grenier. Their focus has always been on helping writers reach their dreams by having informative and entertaining shows. You will also hear the latest information on what's new and exciting in the publishing and marketing industry. And the shows will also cover discussions on screenwriting, audiobooks and movies. New to the shows will be the latest style and trends in fashion, as well as nutrition, and how Pinterest can add just the right spark of attention you may need for your projects. So, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. You can find out more information about our shows. And being a guest at www.michiganavenuemedia.com. Hi, everybody! Uh, I I can sit back and relax. I have Vincent and Argie Belsky on, and uh, they they've been on so many times. They can do the show without me, so I might let.
0: Them. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs>
2: Well, I don't know. I, I don't I, know Marcia, I don't I wasn't sure <laughs> we would be invited back after last week because how can you top uh, Vincent and I talking about working in the kitchen and what we do, you know? I think so. it was I yeah. think it was
1: a lot of fun. And I think people like to hear
2: that
0: was great those
1: authors, you know, what what authors are like. I mean, you know, we have regular lives, you know. Um and right. we eat, really? you know,
3: and
0: you know, and we're all yeah.
3: Not that that's um, on Netflix. <laughs> <Fred>. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm just the big TV
2: celebrity thing. By the it's way, that right. was on uh, almost a year ago, Vincent. And I'm still waiting for the uh, all the other TV offers to roll in, but I expect oh, they'll yeah. be here momentarily.
0: They're
3: coming. They're coming. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. That,
2: that's what it's,
1: we should talk
3: about. I think we, it's we, awesome. we
1: should,
2: yeah. You know,
1: I think this is the thing. You know, I've been doing shows for so long, being an agent. I've done this forever, and you know, the thing is, we ha- there's so many books that should be movies. And aren't. Um, Right. I think, you know, Hollywood, we saw what happened on the Academy Awards. And, you know, this is always a favorite of people, their shows. You know, they want to watch the shows. But the truth of the matter is, you know, when you really think about it in the spectrum of things, there's only a certain amount invited. And the rest of the people that are stars don't get to go unless it's their mm-hmm. films or you know which is kind of sad yeah. in a way they uh, you know and some of these stars are you know they're just regular people and I think what happens is people put them on such a pedestal and now we have you know whatever what happened on you know with Will Smith <laughs> and I think you know it, it's it's really um, I, I don't you know when I saw Chris Rock come on, because I happen to like Chris Rock, and then I, you know, Dave Chappelle when he comes on shows, you know there might be some, you know, they're just they're comedians, and I think that's right. what happened. So I think do either of you have an opinion on, um, you know, what what's the, the because years ago they had Don Rickles, they had Joan Rivers, and they said really horrible things sometimes. <laughs> Really horrible things. So, what do you think has changed now? Because we're all in this.
2: Well, certainly. I mean, this and this isn't related directly to Chris Rock and 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 the Will Smith yes. thing. But um, I mean, I don't think like a Don Rickles, and I absolutely find Don Rickles hilarious. I watch him sometimes on you know the old right. YouTubes with. I mean, the old yes. Johnny Carson right. show. And, I do too. Um, I do too. Hilarious, you know. But I don't think. Um, this I don't think he could do that now. You know, uh, there are certain things, there are certain things you can say, and there are certain things you can't say. You know, in other words, and so much of it is, is politically oriented. And so, I just think the times, you know, to compare it like with right Donald right, something. right
1: now is right. I, and it's very think,
2: bad. When you were talking about books being made into movies, and I was thinking about that just when you went to the Oscars. And I mean, the Oscars, I think, are so much. Different. I spent a lot of my years as a journalist uh, covering the Oscars. I mean not in person but you know, like we, right. I worked at NBC, I uh, worked right. at the Post, I worked at the Daily News. We covered, I worked at Star Magazine. It was a big it was one of the big events of our of our uh, of our of the year covering the Oscars. But you know, in those days, I mean that's basically all there was. There were movies that came out, there were huge movies and they would all yeah. the big stars would come out. Now there's a million movies. There's the movies, you yeah. know, there some of them are part of <laughs> the Oscars, <laughs> they really but they're part, yeah. part of the Emmy. You know, I mean, yeah. there's just so much of a market, and and I actually find, and I heard somebody say this on the air, and I don't, I don't have the numbers, but I'm sure that numbers, ratings numbers, are you know, are way down because I just don't think something like the Oscars used to be the highlight, the TV highlight of the year, like the yeah. Super Bowl, and I don't, yeah. I just just don't think it is anymore and i i don't i mean i personally did not watch it i have not watched the will smith chris rock thing i haven't gone back and watched the video um and in, you know years ago i would have been all over it so that's just yeah. that's my reaction yeah. to it
1: yeah vincent what about yeah, you
2: i i
3: haven't uh watched the oscars in forever because when when the actors started to become political activists that, that just yeah. completely yeah. turned me off
1: yeah, yeah. And so i'm yeah.
3: like I, yeah. I don't i don't need to be preached by someone who lives in the yeah, hill I,
1: I think that's the community that, you know, above
3: sunset yeah. yeah yeah and and um i think you know like take disney for instance and what's going on there and they're yeah. they're so um, unbelievably woke now they won't even yeah. use pronoun, you know, they won't even use boy or girl anymore.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. I saw that, Vincent. They, they, you, yeah. they, he and she are no longer allowed to be used. So, you right. Know. And this, was, this is where, ins- ins- you know, this, know,
1: this is insanity. It it
2: has gotten crazy. I
1: mean, you yeah. know, I think one of the things um, uh, is that I think people forget. We want people to have fun, even if it's a thriller, a mystery. People love reading. Right. They love going to the movies. They love watching movies. Right. And we have to start acting like adults here, you know, and in, in the, right. that's what's happened now. There's so much political everything, you know, that you can't say anything right. now. So I think the comedians, they right. really have a hard time now because when they go on a stage, you know, and I think Chris Rockett said something now because – now, when he goes to perform, what if somebody comes up and hits him? I mean, nobody does things like this, and you know right, they didn't, right. and now they well, do. And yeah. you know, well, yeah.
3: we're living in an age where um, tolerance or intolerance is, is masked as tolerance, and where right. uh, justice is is masked as uh, no due process, and where um, you know, where you just can't, you can't even remotely attempt to insult anybody and it's a the right. censored white whitewashed oh I shouldn't have said whitewashed right I mean it's yeah. just <laughs> such a, it's such it's such it's such it's such an atmosphere of censorship that yeah. like I, I I have to say I I don't expect anybody to pick up any of my books because they'll be like oh this is misogyny you know that man yeah. threw that woman no. over the table and did the, did the deed, mm. like that's not right or whatever and there's no You know, so it's, which is, and it's really sad, too, because one of my favorite characters of my own, um, my own invention is this, uh, an African-American named Blood, and he's just like this great, the greatest, he's always a sidekick, but he's one of the greatest characters ever, and if people, you know, would take a look at it, they'd be like, oh, all right, you know, like there's this aspect to Vince's writing, also and stuff like that. See, but, but, we can't, but for instance, not a good the new—I in, mean, just want to introduce yeah. a thing about Disney. The new Indiana Jones is coming out, right? And I'm a big Indiana Jones fan. And Disney produced Disney produced it, and I guarantee you, it's going to be a woke train wreck. I guarantee you. I'm, I, I won't even bother going to see it. You know, maybe I'll catch it when it's on Netflix or whatever. But. Yeah. Like, it's See, just I think, be a yeah,
1: list. I think that's what's happening, and I think authors. You know, um, I should. You know, we just got into the conversation, but um, this is Marcia Casper Cook and um, Vincent Zandry and uh, R.G. Belsky and Dana Perry. You're two people. You're two people,
0: Dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yes, you got yes, yes, a lot of books, and but these are really, uh, I get uh, two names. There you go. These yes, are best-selling
1: authors, and um, both of them have been on my show a lot and Fran's show a lot. And these are people that sell a lot of books, they write all the time they're actually authors <laughs> and writers mm-hmm. you know, that actually work at this and I think that's what the thing is they work at their profession, this is hard you know, if everybody could do it they can't, this is very difficult so when we're talking about things like you know what people should do it's because these guys have done it already they are successful at this and, but they also know how to have a good time and I think that's what's happened oh, yeah. to people they don't know how well, to – that's why my show is kind of the way it is, because I like to have a good time, and I did that in high school and grammar school. I always like to have fun, because I think fun is so important, especially when times are bad. People need to laugh a little. I mean, it's well, really good I would, good I would
2: like to I – would, I would just wanted to, you know, talking about the Oscars um, – uh, well two things about the Oscars. One, uh I just wanted to say that as a tabloid journalist, um mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and, and you know, who loves sensational news, um I you know, in some ways Whoever right, whoever wrong between Will Smith and uh and uh, Wack, uh you know, the whole Chris thing. Wack, right. Yeah, it, it um it 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 wow, I mean think about this. If that hadn't happened, nobody would be talking about the Oscars today. No, you know no, now that, we're that, a week that's, later that's... and it's everybody's favorite topic. So, yeah. you know, yeah, however, as a journalist I'm like, Well, right. when stuff like that happens, you know, it's it's right. it's good. You know, the, But um the other thing I just you know, one of the things that I've noticed and I've and I'm I'm sure you're probably the same way. I mean, all my years, I've been a big movie buff, from you know, The Godfather to you know Woody Allen in his prime, and all all the great films over the years that we've seen, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, all that stuff. And one of the things that you know, sort of, I found depressing is like so many movies, including movies that win Oscars now. There's been a couple Oscar winners. I'm like, oh my god, like this is you know, I don't even want to see this movie. There, and a lot of the movies, you know, they come at you with you know it's got an agenda it can't just be entertaining Having right. Right. All kind of of have that all, you know, you can message. be really pleasantly surprised, and I was very pleasantly surprised. I don't know if you two guys have seen it, but the Oscar-winning show, the the movie that won the Oscar, and again, the last couple of years were, yeah. that, that I never thought the Oscar winner should have won. Uh, I thought, you know, uh, I thought uh, the you know the uh, 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 Tarantino's you know Hollywood picture, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, should have won, you know, but it didn't, you know, because that was like an old time right. movie.
1: But anyway, the great. movie that won. Yes. That 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 was a wonderful was movie.
2: A, that was a fabulous was Coda. movie. We'll talk
1: about that in a minute. Okay. So the movie Coda,
2: that yeah. won on Sunday night was Coda. Yes. And I sort of like, you know, haven't really followed it. And I looked and it's like, oh, it's this person and she's in a deaf family and I'm thinking no, okay it was wonderful. It's kind of all this political it yep. is nope. a delightful wonderful yes. movie yes. and it makes you feel good and it's kind of got like all this charm of like like all you know good movies do it you know it's, it's got a wonderful a twin, movie which is the deafness, right. it's but a
1: wonderful it is movie like, and yes
2: it and should and have won I'm problem. glad it
1: won you know <laughs> that's the problem they didn't they're not discussing that and and that is the problem because in that movie she, they were kind of bullied. You know, they were bullied. You know, and people when they got oh, yeah, to know them, oh yeah, very much so, yeah. And, and and so why aren't they talking about that? Because that was such a good story. I mean, that is a good story from beginning to end.
2: That's what the yeah, story Yeah, and that's Mary Mallon and and the people. The yes. people are actually hearing impaired. You know, a lot of them who appeared. And and at one point, it was wonderful. Of course, even the even the girl who can speak. She's looked down yes. a bit by her own family because she has the ability to speak, and they don't. So, they, you know, it's right. like there's all sorts of issues there. But basically it is a really, you know, yep. it is not yep. a downer of a movie. No, it's a good It is, no, a, like it a, is good a very movie. upbeat movie, you know. And right. I was just so pleasantly surprised that a movie like that could, could win, and that kind of made me happy. Well, right. and I'm going to have to check it out on the plane. Know,
1: this- Yes, you you, <laughs> yeah. you you would like that movie. I think you will. And, you know, this is the thing. You know, because, like, Vincent has uh, his videos on YouTube. And he talks a little bit about of a lot of things that are really important. But he also discusses a lot about independently published books. You know, and so, I mean, this is, it's, this is why when someone has a movie that was, you know, Apple is Apple, but it's still, a, they couldn't get anybody to do that movie. And what a shame if that movie wasn't, you know, made. So, Vincent, talk a little bit about why, I mean, you are traditionally published, but you're also an advocate now, I think, almost on Independent, because you have your own say. You know, you're the boss.
0: Right.
3: Yeah. I, I, I Yeah, I'm a hybrid author. I do both um to be honest it came it it really came down to dollars and cents because i mean aside from advances you know there are certain publishers who will pay an, pay advances but like that, down and out for instance isn't going to give me an advance but they'll give me a right. a decent back a decent back end uh, contract um, however i'll make more money I mean, it's not just about the money, but I'm just saying, it, you know, you got to eat and you got to live, right? So yeah, right. from a dola- yeah. from a dollars and cents point of view, I'm not going to talk specific numbers, but from a dollars right, and cents right. point of view, I'll make more money from my independent books in one month than I'll make with some of my traditionally published books in six months. And and that's because I have control. I have control over right. how I advertise. I have control over um how many books I write, how, how the length of them. I have total control and no one can tell me, well, you can't do this, can't do that. It can't come out until this time. You don't want to do one, have one come out now because you had one come out last week, you know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you just do whatever you want to do and whatever works for you and whatever works for your audience. And I'll be like, like no one can tell the difference between, um, some of my traditionally published books and my independent, in fact, if anything, um, some my independently published books are put together far better than some of the traditionally the published books. Right,
0: the, you're the boss. And yeah.
3: I, I even had I even had a meeting with uh, the the people from Britain more media contacted me and they wanted to pick my brain, and they said uh, you know usually when we run a promo there's like 60 to 100 books in it, but she's like we can only advertise on social media maybe 10 or 12. We we a pick 10 or 12, and she yeah. said your covers are always so good. Um, yeah. that, you know, like that's why we pick them. And, and that's, again, that, that com- I don't do the art. Yeah. I, I hire it out, but, um, it comes down to control and, um, you know, like, okay, I'll, eat, I'll I'll give you real numbers in this sense. My Chase Baker series, that, that that's a series that's been really good to me. It's strictly independent. I haven't, it's not for sale, but I've made as much, I've made, I, in the, I think at least in the high, Five high. Well, I get my mad High six figures on, not in the high six yeah. figure. The high, yeah, the high six figures yeah. on that one. Yeah, And yeah. and that's I've made as much of as on that series as like a really 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 good advance. And and it's, you know, when you look at the numbers like that, you know, um, it becomes like okay, then why am I giving away my uh, intellectual property to a publisher who's going to keep it, you know? seven to 15 years or, and in some cases forever, it just doesn't make sense. It only makes sense to me now it's because like, I can't handle all the the volume of work I'm putting out. And so I'll strike a deal with like down and out or, uh, maybe ocean view or polis or whatever. And, and, uh, just be like, you know, do you want to do this book or whatever? And try to, try to strike a good contract and start, try to make sure that within that contract is, is, is a termination clause for the, uh, for the, uh, copyright.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: See, I guess the other side of that, and I've, I know, obviously, because I know a lot of people beside you, a lot of friends who've, uh, gone that route and, uh, yeah. um, you know, and I'm speaking as someone who's not done it, so I don't quite know how much work and effort you have to put into it, but obviously you have to put some. And, oh, yeah. I, you know, um, if, um, I, I, basically I'm pub- published now by two traditional publishers, one of you know is Ocean View, the other is Bookature, and uh, uh, the thing I like about a traditional publisher is that um, I don't have to worry about anything but the writing, you know, in other words, in other words, right. they take care of everything else, I don't have to hire somebody right. to the cover, I don't have to hire right. a copy editor, uh, right. it's all done for me, and so all I have to do is the writing. Now, if I was in a different situation, maybe I would be, no, I want, you know, this control or not, but you know, really all I'm interested in is, 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 is writing. We're all interested in making money, but, um, it, it does, you know, and, and, you know, and I'm, I, I say this, you know, honestly. Both Ocean View and Bookature are, you know, have been really good uh, publishers for me in the sense that uh, they've been very supportive and helpful. And um, so I've never gone that route. I'm not, you know, I know people that do, but um, I just uh, it it's just a responsibility that I don't want to have to worry about.
1: But you do but market. It, both of you are marketing a lot. I mean, you're out there. Yeah, a you're lot. working
2: with, the, okay. but I'm working with the companies. To yes, do, you yeah, are, yeah, I know. But, I, I do right. a lot of self marketing yeah. Yes, you too, do. Both of you. But I'm doing it. Uh, um, but you're doing it with with um with someone behind you. My other problem with this is, you know, I'm not a, I haven't been writing books all my life. I spent most of my years, I mean, I've written a lot of books, but most of my time has been as a journalist. So I know a lot about the media and the journalism world. I don't really know very much about the publishing world. So I I just tend to like to leave that to people. You know, I have an agent and I have two book publishers and I try and let them handle, you know, that part of it. But I mean, that's just me. I, I think everybody is in a in a you know completely uh, different different situation
1: right you know in, in my show, a lot of people are you know new writers that are listening to this show because I kind of cater to them because I want them to know what to do because they don 't know what to do and you know and I do think on some of the videos you know that 's what I tell a lot of people and I share them because I think what Vincent talks about is what authors need to know when they 're on their own or even if they 're with a small publisher because they get caught up they don't have any idea of what to do you know like you know they start out writing and it turns out a whole different way for them so and then they give it up and that's the bad thing they give it up because they feel insecure then and that's a sad thing
2: but the other thing that a publisher gives you, I think, and and again, th- this doesn't involve someone like 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 you, Vincent, because you've you've been published by you know some of the same places I have, and 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 you're doing the other stuff on your own in addition to that. Um, right. But there's some people who who just publish on their own because they can't get a publishing contract. Yeah. And you know, I don't know how to say this, but not everybody's stuff is really good. You know, you get some really no. bad stuff. So
0: there's if you publish on your own. Yeah. yeah, you
2: publish on your own. I mean, you know, there there is a value in having um a publisher, and you know, like I say, the people I deal with are very professional, and good editors. And when they say, "Oh, we like this, we want to publish it, we want to buy it," there's a vindication there that that is good right. because you have another professional right. telling you that. Um, I think right. you know you're in a you're in a much more ideal situation because you've got that, you know your stuff is good because
0: right. you're being
2: published professionally. But you can also do, it. but you know, you I'm sure you know people too. They're like, "Oh, I self published this book," and then you know, and I've yeah. looked at it, people have shown to me and you know yep. not everybody not everybody no they're not and that's, not everybody's that's good absolute, you know it's that's
0: just, right
1: yeah. right exactly
3: I, and, I, I know, that's I, thing.
1: Yeah.
0: well just to go piggyback
3: ahead. on that um i've actually uh two things i i always tell people you know like you know how do i get published if people ask me how do i get published i always say go the traditional route first so that um, you go through that period of rejections, you go through that period of yep. learn, you know, putting right. in your 10,000 hours. I, I really believe you should go through, try to be traditionally published first. The second well, thing think, is... Right, and
1: I think what happens is they don't get that rejection. Like over the years, right. at the beginning, I got so many rejections. Then I started to independently publish, and then my editor said, why don't right. you just try, just go to a publisher now. I go, I don't really want to now. And, you know, and I did all these screenplays, so now that's why I'm doing the screenplays as books. And I don't feel like now changing my course of action because now I'm in control of what I do. But I do think you need to get rejected in order to succeed. You cannot just if you don't have to, uh, I remember those rejections, not, you know. Sure. And and the second thing is,
3: oh, yeah. And the second thing is, um, for your independent stuff, you really need to hire an editor who's going to yeah, be yeah, brutally yeah. brutal with you and brutally yeah, truthful. Yeah. Not just yeah. not oh, this is great, Vince, you know like yeah. you know like yep. You got to find somebody that's going to be like you know what this book should not go out or this story well, should not go out. That's part of it.
2: One of the advantages of like I so I have an agent. I've had the same agent, I guess about. I've had a s- series of agents over the years, but um, my current yeah, agent has yeah, had sure. about I guess about seven years and. Probably the most important thing she is to me, uh, apart from actually selling books in places I might not be able to sell them, just because people aren't going to necessarily read a book unless it comes through an agent in many places. But
0: that's beyond that, true.
2: she's my she's my she's basically my first professional read, and I and I, I think she's a really apart from being a good agent, she's a really good editor, and I trust yes. her opinion. You know, she's not just. Right. You talked about getting somebody really good, uh, and well, that's. So, so when I finish a book, I know that I have this person at the end of the book who's going to read the book, who's going to right. tell me what she thinks. She is going right. to be honest in what she thinks, and
0: right.
2: um, I'm, I respect her opinion enough that I'm, you know, you know. We, I think we've talked about this in the past. It's you know, it's like you, know, you can have like quote beta readers and stuff, and you know, eight yep. people read your book and eight yeah. people come with opinions, right. and any That's not crazy. any of them might be any better than yours. But um, so in my case, having an agent and then having an editor after that—that's um, that, yeah, that's that's who I'm kind of aiming for when I first finish the book. Like, okay, let's see what they say. And if, and if my agent comes back and says, you know, I think you kind of missed this or you missed this angle or whatever, I listen to the person because I, you know, in that in that uh, and and if they say, wow, this is really good, that means more to me you know than than somebody else just saying because this is right. somebody I'm dealing with all the time.
0: Right, there's another think, one know. more
3: aspect to the um independent side of things um a lot of the material that I publish independently no 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 traditional publisher in the right mind would pick it up um it's yeah, either but you have wonky, fans that love
1: your work but you have fans that love right, your work
3: it, right yeah I, but 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 I'm just saying like it'll be like right. a twenty thousand word story or it would be. Um, in a, you know, mixed genre that they're not going to like. They they just wouldn't pick it up. And so that's another reason why I have, why why I have bare media. Um, But also just to latch on again to what Dick said, I think one of the reasons I still, I still have half, you know, I do half traditional publishing is just like you said, the vindication, you know, like Mm -hmm. I still, there's still nothing quite like, Oh, we love this. We want to put it out. And, you know, and getting and getting those author yeah. copies, and, yeah. you know. And, and, yeah,
1: I think that and, is, right, that is and, you know, there's just just
3: very nothing true. like that. It's a no, great
1: but, and you already started a career that was successful, and then when you did independently published, they know who you are already. Yeah. That's the other thing. Exactly. You know, it's not just, yeah, I you know, make, advantage, you know just starting true. from yeah. scratch. Right, and, you know, mm-hmm. that's what happens. But, you know, like uh, I write for this magazine, it's Australia-based, it's uh, EYS, and uh, this We do it. She does quarterly. It's an international magazine. It's really a good magazine, and so this Mm -hmm. time I'm doing it on you know independently published. You know, Fran actually was in it, and I have two other people. You know, uh, Robin who does independently publishing, and then an editor, Melissa Smith. They're doing. uh, I interviewed them, and so I because I want people to all over. Everybody's writing books, but they don't really feel good about it sometimes or know what to do or where to go after they do it. So instead of getting ripped off and make, and going to people that really can't help you, they need to know the right way. Because I, I do feel the same as you do. They need some rejection, but they also need to get it done by an editor. You have to have a good cover. You have to have a good story. I mean, you just can't put out yeah, anything. And,
2: and, and, right. and uh, you, know, I, you know, I have, um, as a journalist, I have had over the years so many people you know in the business with me because everybody wants to be a novelist especially like journalists. You know, oh you know and they're oh, like yeah. oh you know i want to write a novel I'll, you know what should i get you know give me advice and so i you know i tell everybody what yeah. and you know there's all the basic things you know which is like uh you know if you can get an agent fine if you can say you know tell yeah. it to somebody publishing fine uh the the other big thing of course being that once you've uh, got an agent and they've sold a the book and you've got the book sold that's really just the beginning of the fight because you then yeah. have to go out and, and promote it and do all the right. marketing and yeah. all that, and that's such a huge thing. But the biggest thing, and, and I would bet you know 95% of the people that talk to me about this, and again, I'm dealing with a lot of professional people in the media, oh, I want to write a book. They never do the most important thing, which is sit down and write the book. They, no, don't they never do do. You know, They talk about it. They yep. say they want to do it. <laughs> right. uh, I'll see yep. somebody a year later. They'll be still talking about it. But they don't write the book. And, I, you know, I can't speak for anybody. you said earlier about writing being hard work. Um, I know for myself, I, I don't think it is hard work. I think it's fun. I no, wouldn't be writing if it fun. was hard work, you know. I Absolutely. wouldn't want to have well, no, better I'd I'd think, things to yeah. do with my life, you know. There's I'd better ways to write. spend
3: yeah. your time and more money to be made.
2: Yeah. Right. Nobody, but look, still you know, not, you know, not, you know wrote, it still uh, takes
1: a great deal of time
2: and energy it it's higher it is yeah, but it's you know fun. but so is uh, so watching fun. a beautiful game right more uh, yeah, something I you know agree. something you enjoy yeah. doing and and you know people People, um, and I have this feeling, I've never actually met Vincent, but from talking to him, I have the feeling you're probably on the same wavelength as this. Um, so I wrote about seven books earlier in my career, and then from, I think, oh, for about 20 years, I was like totally involved in the media, and I never had any books published. And the last year, I've had a whole bunch of them published.
0: Yeah. And yeah. people
2: would say to me, they say, "Oh, so you just stopped writing for like twenty years?" I was like, "No, I wrote all those. I was writing books all those twenty years. I just didn't never got them published, but I was still writing. Right. I was writing yeah. them for myself, yeah. or you know, right. friend, yep. or a show. But I enjoy the writing. But process, you were writing in your profession. Apart from so everything you were writing. Else. Yeah,
1: you're still writing in your profession. That's what you did." Yep. Well,
2: but that's a different kind of writing. You know, the I know, media writing, writing is completely different. Yes, it's
0: different. Yeah, completely but, it's, you know, different. people would
2: always say that. They would say, they would say, how can you work, you know, write stories all day in the news and then go go back and write a book? No, it is I'd say because completely. it's totally different, totally different. Yes,
0: it's know? different.
1: I, that's true. That's very true. But, yep. uh, but you know what? People like Vincent, you've said that to people, just write. Just sit there and write. Don't just say yep. you're going to write. You know, you yep. tell yep. people. You have that. to do it.
3: Yeah, it's funny. I get most of my dirt. I get just listening to what Dick was saying. I get most of my dirty looks from reporters and English teachers, because <laughs> they're just like that. That son of a bitch is doing exactly what I started out wanting to do, you know. And uh, and you know, hey, but, it's just the way it is. But uh, I've but, never had. Well, you to have to be
1: creative I, I, too. You know, like just because yeah. they teach it doesn't mean they can do it.
2: But I read yeah. you know, I read you know, and I know you know, I I read Vincent's posts and stuff and look we all do it differently. People always say, like, Well, how many words do you write? How long do you write? Do you write eight hours <laughs> and words. <four? laughs> My biggest thing is yeah. just write yeah. every day if I can, you know. Because right. I mean right. if you write a thousand words a day, which is five pages mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. and you do it yep. every day, you've yep. got a novel a in lot. a couple months, you know. Um yeah. and a lot. And that's the biggest key. Yeah. They just don't yeah. don't write don't write 15,000 words one day, and then then don't write for a month. You <laughs> right. know? Uh, right. Because also, every day when I sit down to write, not every day, but a lot of times, and I'm just actually in the process of finishing a book right now, and so I was out this morning, and I go out, and I'm like, I don't really know what I'm going to do, but then I like – read what I, well, what I, what I did yesterday propels yeah. me into what I'm doing today, and then Definitely. tomorrow it will sure. propel yeah. me into yeah. doing more. Yeah. And, yeah. and this all comes from, you know, it's, it's, again, it's the most simple thing, which is just get up every day and write. I mean, everybody from, I think, yeah. Stephen King to Raymond Chandler and everybody right. has always yep. given yep. that writing advice. And I, I learned that very early, um, and, you know, what? what's the worst you can going to do? You write something bad, you know, and then you write it right. again. Right. You know? And then you
1: rewrite it.
3: Almost all the great pulp writers got up in the morning and wrote all morning and then yeah. screwed around all afternoon or whatever, you know. And those yeah. guys yeah. made big money back in the 30s, yeah. the 20s, 30s, 40s. They made big, big money. I like to study those guys a lot. And, uh,
0: yeah. and you know, and they you were know, working with also- typewriters,
3: real typewriters.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well,
3: but,
1: I remember those. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They're forearms. You know I, like I, I
1: didn't. I don't. I never liked to type. And as, as soon as computer, you know, all this came out, and then it was so easy for me. But I just, I you know, because people, I dropped out of typing in school. I didn't want to take it. My mother was just driving me crazy <laughs> to take it. I didn't want to take it. And well, so then, you know, well, things, things came up it Things
3: saved my life
2: because and, i learned yeah. uh, i learned how to type in high school i took a typing course and it saved my life not only because it helped me as a journalist but uh when i went to vietnam because i could type i didn't have to you know carry a rifle and go sit on a rice paddy right. i was able yeah. to work That's in an right. office and, and i probably wouldn't yeah. have survived except for <laughs> the fact that i was actually yeah. a, a very good typist so uh i'm a big uh, yeah, I'm a big typing fan
1: yeah, see, they, that's they, awesome. you know, but I think that people, you know, I think, you know, that's why I try to have all, for over all these years, thirteen years, you know, when I was an agent, I just was encouraging people, and you know, because I think that's what they need a lot of times, because you know, it. it if you go to an agent, you can't even get agents now. I mean, you guys have them, but it's very hard to get an agent, and no, they don't want to to No, it's incredibly
2: difficult now.
1: And, yeah, no, is you it know, really? What,
3: is it is it that bad? Because yes. um, you know, I've been yes. with Chip forever.
1: Yes. It's terrible. It's it's, it's absolutely, and yeah. you know, they don't even read it, and you know, a lot of times, like I used to deal with a lot of people from Hollywood because of being an agent, and you know, I would say to them, so what are you looking for? They go, well, we don't want this, we don't want that, and they'd give me, um, no. that what they wanted was, they wanted a, a movie, whatever it was at the time, a Big box office. I, you know, I said, how do you know that that would have been a big? If nobody took it, it wouldn't have been a box office. Do you know what I mean? You yeah, know, they don't know. The, they don't know what they're, they're right, doing. Right? They're Let's looking face for what the, yeah. you know, and you don't know. That's why this coda that actually they said it, they had such a hard time getting it made. And a lot of these yep. movies, I think when people are looking at Hollywood stars, when you actually see which movies win, it's not always those box office ones. It's the ones that no. have a really good story and heart. And I think that right. that's what you have to have in your writing. You have to have a heart. Even if you're writing horror, whatever you're writing, You have to. the audience or your reader has to feel something.
2: Well, they you know, and that's to. the thing, you know, you you know, Vince was talking earlier about genre, you know, like if so everybody's into it, think, well, it's got to be this kind of mover, it's got to yeah, be right. that. Yeah. Uh, the other great movie from a couple years ago that was actually nominated for an Oscar, and I thought it should have won that year, but it didn't, and, you know, and I'm sure you guys probably know this one, but... I mean, it is like can you imagine pitching this one? And it was the movie Jojo Rabbit. You know, Jojo Rabbit yep, is right, basically exactly, right, about yeah. a young kid in Nazi Germany who adores yep. Adolf Hitler, and yep. uh, and 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 it's a comedy where Adolf Hitler is giving him advice. Now, just imagine trying to pitch that. You know, like like right. it, oh, it, know. It easy, get out of here, throw yeah. you out of here. But it is it wonderfully and it's moving and it's heartfelt and it's it's right. it's just like a great movie. And it follows none of the rules that you should do, you know. Like, like right. I mean, again, how do you how do you do a movie where you know Adolf Hitler is sort of a sympathetic, <laughs> funny, goofy character? Right. You know, I mean, but, right. it, but it works in the context of that movie uh, right. because he's right. a buffoon and the kid. And the kid, you know, just becomes, you know, it, there are all these lessons to be learned about things, and so I just find when when a movie can do that, or like Coda, when it kind of does these things where you would never in a million years it would expect, that's that's pretty right. amazing.
1: Yeah, I was right. surprised that I, also, I, I actually didn't know what the story was either, and when I I, I was really surprised and pleasantly surprised of how beautiful a story it was.
2: And everybody in it is so wonderful, and they're all likable. And um, and I believe uh, I was reading some stuff just yesterday after I watched it. You know, I go online and you want to read stuff about it, and I think there was a lot of pressure for them to uh, not use um, actual deaf act. You know, like to use real other actors. And I think, uh, 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 you know, Matlin, whatever, uh, you know, I think yeah, 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 I think she like they they so like a lot of these she, people in she was going to drop out, that are out of that thing was was really out what she it. plays the yeah. mother yeah and yeah. and they're and these uh but it's not you know if you haven't seen it and people are listening to this it, this isn't something that hits you over the head or lectures you no, about right. you know yeah. like disabled yeah. people it's just about people and and right. the fact that they're deaf is just it's just part of the movie um and i i just I, you know i i was just blown away by 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 it because I you know it just it just it, it captured the essence of so much of movies. I just wanted to raise one like before this we finish up here because we wind went, went up flying through these things. I wanted to change topics <laughs> because we were talking <laughs> earlier about a lot of books and and this is yep. something I was interested in getting your guys' opinion on. So one of the things that I've really noticed too with Netflix and Apple and all these is, you know, a lot of. A lot of mystery authors, not me, but a lot of mystery authors are getting you know like these mini series and stuff that are being done. Not just movies, you know. I mean, I read yeah, just saw right. the Harlan Colvin right. one. Uh, Karen right. Slaughter, uh, Pieces of Her yeah. was just on. I watched that. Uh, there's a lot of these um, on there, and I just. Was interested what everybody thought about that i mean i think it's i to be honest it's kind of cool because sometimes it introduces you to people that you haven't actually read you know like i've never really read right. karen slaughter i've met her but um, right. but you get a you get a look at her through the through the miniseries i think it's yeah no i to think i think your that's, characters yeah, i think
1: you get to know the characters pretty good and if the people no. give it a chance because you know sometimes in the first episode you know, that's what people, they want it to be so fast. You can't always get it. You have to go slowly if it's a series because you, you're you learning about it. You can't judge it sometimes after the first 10, 15 minutes. And this is a hard audience out there. If it's 15 minutes and they don't like it, they get rid of it. That's the problem. Yeah, there's a lot you know? of yeah. Yeah. Yes, you know. and But I think people have to learn to just, try to watch one episode. If you really hate it after one episode, that's different, but give it a shot, you know, because I think they become very good stories and some of these characters are really good in the series. They're very Yeah, good
2: and what was the other one? They went on HBO, Kate of uh, Easton or whatever it was, is another one it's like about a seven part series Kate Winslet? Yeah. Yeah, Kate Winslet.
1: and that was and uh, that was
2: great. And, um, and the thing you know, the thing about a lot of these that are good sometimes too is they're not series. <sighs> they're they're one-time, you know, they're they're
1: we right, just it's like ten episodes in that right? Yeah. yeah. So
2: it's like reading a novel as a, or a thriller, as opposed to reading a series. You know, of you know, it's right. not like reading uh, Harry Bosch or Spencer or somebody. It's right. reading a, right. a one-off thriller. Um, and uh, I mean, I like series too, but uh, um, you sort of know there's going to be a beginning and an and an end to it, which I think which I think helps too. But anyway, I just think as a writer, it's you know, it's uh, it's really kind of very positive that there are a lot more opportunities for you know mystery stories and stuff being out there. Uh, again, it would be nicer if it was minor Vincent's, but having said that, I still <laughs> think it's great to have these to have these uh, there. And uh, presumably, I mean, because most of these people are listed as executive producers, like someone like Harlan Coben, I guess.
1: That's the whole you know, thing. They're all involved. because right, they put money into it. Got, it's, it's, you got know, But I still
2: think the best. I still think the best series that I have seen. Based on you know great mysteries is uh, and it's coming back in another form is uh, Michael Conley's Bosch. I mean the whole Bosch uh, thing, hey. seven seasons yeah. was. Yeah. Pretty incredible, and uh, and his books are pretty incredible. So it's it's pretty yeah. unusual I find when you have really good books. It's like you know a, a good book never generally doesn't become a good movie. And sometimes when you see a really good movie, you read the book, you go, oh, that wasn't as good as the movie. Uh, okay. You know, Conley's books are great, and the series is great, and he's very involved in that series. I mean, he he's very he's very hands on with it too.
1: You know, and, and it does depend sometimes, you know, it is about money. You know, I mean, we have to be truthful here because that, you know, if you have a lot of money, you can get a movie made. You might not get good distribution if you don't know the right people, right. but you can get that movie made. It, that's but, what, again, that's it depends important.
3: on it depends on the contract you signed.
1: I mean, right. if that's you signed good.
3: a contract, yeah. what, like, uh, for instance, um, uh, oh, uh, like Red Dawn and all that. Uh, he's dead now. Um, yeah. Uh, he wrote the Russian Clancy, submarine Clancy? movie and Clancy? Tom Clancy. Or, Clancy. Yeah, Tom, right, yeah, Tom yeah. Clancy sold his book to a publisher who took the rights to his character. And when 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 the first movie came out, he got diddly squat, and uh, yeah. he had to yeah. fight fight to get that. So it all depends on uh, on the context. How you write it out, right? Is, yes. Yeah, and and so like. It's great to you know like you have to, to have, have a good an entertainment lawyer, that,
1: a, right? You do because right. you can really get because yeah. and if you don't have foreign rights, you know when people yep. and also when they're writing books, you know they really should check the contract because uh, yeah. there are things that if you better be involved in everything. You better be involved in a movie.
2: That's what the agent – that's why it's good to have an agent because, again, you know, I can't – I'm not a lawyer, so it's hard for me to read a contract, but that's what the agent does for a living. Right. Um, Another one – you mentioned Tom Clancy. I was going to say, Vince, you mentioned Tom Clancy, and – Yeah, Clancy. I know he wrote with – so some of his later books were written by Mark Greeney, and I just interviewed Mark Greeney, who's got this Grey oh, okay. series, and that is actually going to be a Netflix movie. I think in a couple of months it's coming out. So that's another one it. where where a book yeah. is being turned into a movie. You know, and he 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 was there. He's on the set with it and stuff. He was talking about it. So that's cool. you know, I think this is all pretty. You know, it's all this is all really great. When you know, the more of these opportunities that happen, the better. I well, do. look at Josh
1: Miller. Oh, he I think wrote so. Too. Bird Box. He wrote Bird Box. And uh, he's been on the show. I love him. He's a crazy guy. He's so much fun. But he, he And his movie was number one at Netflix. I mean, you know, it was from a book. That was so a great movie. Think, yeah. yeah, and I think people, you know, that's why my advice, and that's why I do this a lot about books, is if you have a very good script and you can write a book, then write that book. Because a lot of people in Hollywood do read books. And if they like a book, they'll do their own script. They don't care about your script. They will right. use your characters and write a, and do a movie. So don't right. just leave your scripts in the drawers because that's why I think writing books is good. You know, if you can't, right. everybody can you know, but if right. you, quit, had, listen, you can
3: I had, I have a good, oh no, go ahead. I was just going to say I no, have a decent it. story about having, I had dinner with a, a producer in Hollywood up in his house in the hills and I brought over a couple of books that he might be interested in and he just took the books and put them aside, and as we were having dinner, all he talked about was his, like, $120,000 um, safari in Africa. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was, that, yep. that was the length of the conversation. Right, and right. Uh, he produces a couple <laughs> of shows, you guys would know, and, and that was it. That was, yep. that, was, that was the length of it. And yep. I was like, wow, welcome to Hollywood.
1: Yep, and so that's <laughs> the thing. You know, right, and that's what you were studying. You talked about um, Quentin Tarantino when he wrote that book. Okay, right. when he wrote the movie I actually wrote yeah. a book on it too though. <laughs> they didn't, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I right. love, that movie love that movie because yeah, I gotcha. thought it was when you get to a movie and you get to that end and they give you an ending that is totally not what you think it's going to be, it's, to me, sure. this is it. This is great. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. this is But also it also makes
2: with. sense because, you know, it's yeah. like, right. it's like, if it wasn't like they go, oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I get it. Oh, it's, it's perfect. Right. You know, it's perfect for the <laughs> sure. title, you know. Yep. 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 I mean, he's, listen, he's a writer that takes, he took
0: risks,
1: big risks and he yep. made it. You know, I mean, he did, because he did, yep. Pulp Fiction was extremely risky, and it won yeah, because it was so unusual. It was unusual. Well, it doesn't and so that's why you I mean, have to you were, be
2: in a pattern. You, right, you write screenplay, like, I, so I've, I've taken screenplay courses and things like that, I've done some screenplay, tried to do screenplays, and, uh, you know, Pulp Fiction I believe, right? Marsha? is like one of those movies yep. that basically breaks every rule of screenwriting that they yeah. jumping all over the place. Everything. Like, everything. Yeah, yep. nothing. It's like you would be thrown out of a screenwriting class and yet but, you sure. know, it's great, yep. yeah.
1: But Quentin Tarantino, he worked in one of those video places I think before he did right, any of right. this. And I think right. he watched he every movie he possibly could and then he did yep. his own thing. And that's and he made yep. it. You know,
0: I mean, and that's
2: what happens. But I think that's a good lesson, you know, in anything, whether it be books or movies. And I've talked about this a number of occasions, which is, there there really should be no rules, and, and some of the biggest successes, they just break all the rules. Right. And, you know, so like Pulp Fiction with a movie, uh, you know, we talk about something like, you know, Coda or Jojo Rabbit that don't really follow, yeah. you know. I mean, Coda is actually right. very traditional in terms of the story, but in terms of what it's doing. But, you know, the one I always, you know, in terms of books that I always get a kick out of is, uh, is Gone Girl. Uh, you know, like yeah. Gillian yeah. Flynn. Now, Gillian yep. Flynn was an entertainment writer, an entertainment. Movie. I didn't know her personally, yep. but I knew somebody who knew her was her editor, and she was entertainment. But I think she, I mean I'm not sure. I think she might have. Yep. Got, I don't know if she got laid off or what. But whatever happened, she was. In her, she was like a reporter, and she had written a couple novels, and she wrote Gone Girl, and Gone Girl basically, and I love Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Pretty much breaks every rule that you 're taught as a writer. There are no yeah. likable characters. Yeah. The author isn't playing fair with you yeah. it's a, yeah. It's not yeah. a happy ending you know it's like everything you have ever been taught as a writer she yes. doesn't do. and it's brilliant yeah. you know and yeah. i I just to me that's like like there should be no rules in writing it's like I so i don't do know like what rules. you need you know.
1: Look at my show. I have no rules on this show.
2: So, I mean,
1: you know, I don't no. think, I think people should say what they want and feel like, you know, that's why, you know, like the shows I have are people can just have a conversation because I really love that. And Fran and I, I, I called Fran today and we talked about something because I think it's a good idea that I think people like shows like this. So I think we're going to start doing like a show, just have a show and like topics that are like, um, you know, happen in the world, you know, things that happen on that day or something, because I think that's a kind of a fun thing. People like to do that because, you know, I think it's good for authors to talk about other things other than their books because I think people like to hear what we're like and what we like and don't. And the most important part is what people are listening to this is that anything goes. I mean, don't be afraid. And that's why, you know, because, Dick, you take chances, you do take chances, and so does uh, Vincent. You know, you do different yeah. things. And, you know, and yeah. I think that's really what people that are authors really need to hear. Don't just stay in one mold. No.
3: And, 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 know, yeah, and no, believe- this well said. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, I write what I want when I want. That, that's really what right. it comes down to for me it's- it, you know, I I know it's going to be published one way or the, or another, and uh, I, if I if I can entertain myself, great, perfect. If I can make some money off of it, even better.
0: Well, right. and and no, I think it's good, it,
2: you know, believing believing in your writing, you know, whatever. Okay. I mean, I I heard, it, and I'm not sure I have it all right, but. I remember hearing a story about Lawrence Block once when he started doing the, you know, the Math scene. He did about four Matt Scudders before he did his big one, Eight Million Ways to Die. And, you know, and I guess they were like, okay, but they hadn't sold, whatever. And so he was told, you know, no, no, you, you know, you don't want to keep writing a series of characters. No, you gotta, you got to create a new book, a new series, whatever. And he just had this idea he, and he said, so he sat down and wrote what he wanted to write. And of course, it became, you know, a massive hit, Eight Million Ways to Die, which in my view is one of a handful of the best, you know, mystery books yeah. I've ever read, along yeah. with Chandler stuff. Yeah. Um and I'm always impressed when you see that. When an author believes in themselves enough to ignore everybody else and just I mean yeah. you've got to pay some attention to the audience, but in the end it's about you and what you wanna write and that's why you're not worried about beta readers and all that. It's your right, book. Great. Right. Oh,
1: Right, you know, and yep. I think, you know, and I think, you know, on a lot of your videos that you show, you know, you talked about spoiled fruit. You want to talk about that for a minute because that was that's your new one that you just had out today. Oh me, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Tell everybody oh, uh, what you mean by spoiled fruit. Well,
3: people. Well, it's funny because well, people will call me, you know, can I get your books? You know, where can I get your books? We all get that, right? Dick? Where can I get your books? Yep. Right.
0: Yep. And, yep. and
3: And and if There's it's a book that Amazon, just came out,
2: you can go online. Right. And yeah, Right. Yep. <laughs>
3: Yeah, if a book just came out in hardcover, I'll be like, you can get it where all fine books are sold or whatever. But here's the catch. Here's the catch. Unless it's something that really takes off, which you have almost zero chance of, right. of, of having, um, it's going to be on the shelf for about six weeks, and then for and then with the for the bookstore owner, to them it's spoiled fruit, and they have to take it down and and return you know return all the you know all the inventory that isn't sold. And then you're you're mm-hmm. available online only from that point going forward, and it's getting worse because there's very far fewer bookstores, and some yep. and even the chain bookstores now are like half half of the floor space is selling toys and or coffee. Yep. Yeah, um, ridiculous. You know, it's so that, you know it's it's there's nothing there's nothing greater than having a, you know a publisher accept your book and give you some money and they put the book out, but chances are. um, you're gonna get one of those, maybe two of those I mean for a newbie. Maybe one of those, maybe two of those. And then unless you got some really st- really really big steel ones, you you're toast. You're done. Um yeah. you know, like when stands. I published when I published Right, when I published my first big book with Delacorte back in ninety nine,
0: you know, I got a ton of
3: money for it for two books and those two books didn't sell. Right. And I was done I was done for like five years, five or six years. Yeah, it's and yeah, I couldn't it's, it's, it's I even Right. I even had Suzanne Gluck as as an agent at that time, and uh, she's like, "Ah, you know, like, and I'm like, so I had to, like, literally start from scratch. I got the rights back to those books, and then another publisher put, I changed the name of Ask, Catch, Can back to The Innocent. And, you know, and it sold, like, 100,000 copies in three Yeah, I think that's the weeks. other
1: thing. I think people shouldn't be afraid to do that. Like, you never know. we about that. Right. That's right. You never know. And that's one of the things. You never
0: know. So I think,
1: yeah. yeah, that's it. You know, people are out there listening to this. You know, I mean, it's very important to feel like you can write a book and get it out there but it's also you have to you know you have to feel something for yourself and not let people just take advantage of you know and just put you out and throw you away that's bad you know
0: right. the, yeah. you need so many to give of yourself stories. a little time
1: yeah. you know uh, and i yeah. think but that's the other thing with a lot of agents they take you and then if you don't have a bestseller or whatever or your script doesn't sell they get rid of you i mean and they don't yeah. give you any time yeah. You need a little time yeah i mean and so, you it, know i mean a
3: book a book just because it doesn't sell now doesn't mean it's not going to sell 10 years from now i mean you know and i learned that lesson i learned it i couldn't believe it you know and it and of course the big publishers came back to me and they're like oh well here's well, some right. money for a yeah, you know, yeah, six book totally, deal you know, you know, I, I'm
2: would, like, I would, would right, just like you know. i would just like to say on the you know in, in, in a positive thing is that maybe i've just <laughs> been lucky but most of the editors and agents I've dealt with over the years, um, you know, have actually been very supportive and positive. And if something doesn't work, it isn't really. Been their fault, and they're not, you know, like oh, we're gonna, we, you know, you're not making money, we're getting rid of you. Um, right. So I haven't really had a lot of that. Maybe I've, like I said, maybe I've just been very fortunate. Um, but you know, I think there's an awful lot of good people in publishing. I mean, on the business side, there are. It's there are thing. Are, but, You don't but, go in. Right. You don't go in to make. It's not a thing where you go in to get rich. I mean, you know, publishing right. people don't. You right. know, a lot right. of them. Right, exactly. Um, and yeah. and and I think like a lot of times the people at the top. You know, maybe won't give you enough time if it's a big house, but um, but the the individual editors I've ever dealt with have been incredibly supportive. As as You've have, been very you know, lucky. the agents and they've stayed yep. with me. Yeah, and they stayed with me, yep. and and, uh, and that continues to be the you know the you, case you have now. Been lucky I mean, you because know, there are so I many mean,
1: the stories out there, right? You know, you have been lucky, but you're a very good writer, and you have a special something how you write because you write like you talk. I think, you know, and I, I think, think is, that is uh, which to me is it, a
2: good thing in any in Yes, anybody, I think in any it is and that's exactly
1: yeah. that you know because when I'm because when I'm listening to a book it's like I'm listening to you talk, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think that yeah. that that is a strong suit. And so and you're very likable. So when people do that, you know, you have to have people that like you also. To believe in you and so many people sure. because they expect to be successes in, in one day their agents they don't want to work with them and I can understand that part but you know they have to blend and it takes time to blend sometimes and now in this fast-paced world it's very difficult because nobody's everybody's in a hurry they don't even want right. to. they don't even want to work at their craft You have to work at this because, you know, just because you write, like you said before, just because you write one book and you have to be able to keep writing. Nobody wants to Well, but it's also changing.
2: Book. The world is changing yeah, so much yeah. because like we've said, I mean there are very few people are going into bookstores now and buying the book. I mean people not are buying all. I mean true. you're buying online, you're buying audible, right. you're you know, the I mean is a whole yeah. new area of stuff. Um yep. and you know, and, and I mean all the rules are changing and so I think everyone, including Publishers are scrambling to try and, uh, you know, to try yeah. and st- to stay up with that. Um, so it, it's, you know, it's interesting and it's exciting. But, I mean, certainly, well, certainly since the 90s, things have, you know, I mean, you know, before the Internet oh. and stuff, I mean, you know, how did you promote a so book? Different. I mean, I used to buy, like, postcards and send them to people. It's the weird stuff oh, yeah. like that. Yep. and now, now that. it's I all social that. media, yep. Yep. you know.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's very different. Yep. So let's talk about what you're doing next. Okay, Vincent, what's up for you?
3: Um, oh, I got a bunch of short thrillers coming out. Uh, Moonlight Kills was just put out. Um, Moonlight uh, Runs will be coming out in, uh, I think, like three months. But before that, I have a book from Suspense Publishing coming out in hardcover. Um, that's good. And uh, I have so many titles I can't even remember the name of it. Her, okay, what is that's it? Good, Her, right. Darkest Se- Her, Her Darkest Secret. Her Darkest Secret. So that's like a standalone that's coming out. Um, and also the fourth the, thank you the fourth editions of the innocent and godchild will be coming out pretty quickly as well so oh, that's good um, you're busy yeah just go to VincentZandry.com.
1: And no VincentZandry.com. wait on that I right, should get that right. You got you got, a, you got a lot going on yourself, dick. So right, you got some new he, books. well
2: not as much as as Vincent, but uh but yeah, people uh, you know, I've I've, I've got all, uh, my current book that's uh, out the most recent is uh, Beyond the Headlines, which is uh, Claire Carlson number 4 came out in May. And uh right. and uh, the number uh, number 5 will be out uh, this October, I believe it is. October, and then of, you'll be on the show arcs, promoting that, Right. On that one. Yeah, and that's called it's news to me. So, but uh, the other big project I'm involved in is I've had four, four thrillers I've done for uh, Bookatur, which is owned by Hachette, which is this big thing that comes out of London, but they sell heavily in the United States. And um, I've I've got this thing now where I'm putting out, I'm giving them three thrillers, and it's going to be an interesting concept because in the summer of 2023 they're going to put them out. Um, back-to-back in different – so like June, July, August, there are going to be three back-to-back thrillers with the same character. Uh, oh, so it will be interesting idea. to see nice. how that how that does. But I think the feeling and, and is so. that, you know, if you like one – you know, somebody says, well, oh, let me get the next one now, and I don't want to wait. Right. So, right. Well,
0: so that's I have a four good thing
2: books in the work right. and, one, and one big one out beyond the headlines right now. And uh, so that keeps me busy. That's a good
1: okay, – and I forgot awesome. to I, – yeah, I forgot to mention. All right, I'm in this book – Books for Ukraine, authors for Ukraine. Mm -hmm. There's like 175 authors in that, and if you go on to their page, uh, authors for Ukraine, you can bid on different. It's it lasts till the 12th or something, and all the money goes directly to Ukraine. And you bid on different books, and the authors send you the book. You don't have to. You're not going through Amazon. Nobody's keeping the money. It's Mm -hmm. just going right to Ukraine. So all these authors. I guess it started with a few, and then it became. You know, and she had to stop, you know, letting people in because the girl that started, the woman that started it, she had no idea it was going to take off like it did. But it's a good way to for an author to give some money if they would like to. And there's a lot of different authors in there. So it's not just, well, it's every, every genre. And they just bid on it. And if they win the bid, then they'll get the book. The author sends it, not Amazon. So it's awesome. all straight from the author. So I think that's a good thing. Right. And because we all, this is what's happening with Ukraine, and we just hope that things get better there because it doesn't look good. I mean, you know, as much money as they're getting, it's just... It's pretty bad. So I think yep. anybody that could do anything for whatever they're doing for, you know, because we all feel kind of helpless, like we want to do something. We don't know what's you know, and there's a lot of things you can do. I, I've heard them on CNN, you know, tell people what they could do if they're interested in helping. And um, I'd, I pray for, you know, I, for a peaceful world. We all do. This is, you know, this has been a very tough two years for people. So I think... Sure. Yeah. I think the best thing would be for everybody to try to, you know, care about each other just a little, you know, because <laughs> yeah. it's gotten out of hand now. So, And, Vincent, be careful on your trip.
3: I will. I will.
0: Thank yes. you for having
2: yes. me again. Yes. Dick, always yes. a pleasure, buddy. We'll we hey, thank take you see you on the next for show, listening. Vincent. And, uh, yes, thank yes, you, I will. thank you. All
0: right. Okay,
2: thank bye, guys. You. Bye, Stay bye. well,
1: everybody. Stay well. Bye.